This week on the Gamer Ed Podcast, VJ lets me do the intro. So fuck, it's said in the first 10 seconds of the program. The Gamer Ed Podcast starts now. Are you, do you feel better now? Yeah, whatever. Now that, now that you've done the uh, sure, I don't care. Now that you've done a random intro. Hey, we're throwing throwing curveballs at people. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Gamerhead Podcast. I am, of course, uh, Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, and the sultry voice you heard at the beginning of the show is our buddy Goat. Yeah, yeah I'd say <laughs> breaking walls here, doing intros. Next thing you know, you're going to be breaking into uh, the sponsor at the end of the show and stuff like that. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. We might have to put a not safe for work version on this one because, you know, <laughs> that's like right out there in front. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Um, so anyway, another late show because uh, we're still mildly busy. Not, oh, yeah. Day-wise. Not, not quite. A, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's like 3 no, in the no, afternoon. It's, it's not late. It's, it's 3.30, but, you know. But, Two days late. Yeah. Okay. Clearly, we're, we're recording this on uh, on Mother's Day. Um, or, as as Tommy's now put it on the VGL page, mm. Earthbound Day, because Mother is the Japanese name for yeah. Earthbound. Yeah. 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 yeah, I got that. I get jokes. Yeah. Um, so that happened. So, uh, slow weekend gaming this week. Nothing came out. Except, no, Metro's next week. Um, nothing. No. no. Nothing at all. Now, Monaco finally got released on the uh, Xbox well, yeah, Live I guess Arcade. We can, I guess so. we can continue. Yeah, Monaco's out, uh, fully out in the wild now as yeah, of Friday. So, so everyone can try to play it now. Yeah. Um, uh, you got a little bit into that as I was... Yeah, I finally got around door. to it. Busy week and all that stuff. But, it, I, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, 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 I'm really, really giddy for the, for the uh, <laughs> co-op part of it. So, I mean, it's fun. It's fun single. Yeah, but co-op. It's it was it was clearly built for co-op. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. Um, I got a little bit of Monaco in too, um, both on PC and Xbox because I don't have a computer that's shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, uh, Also, gave up on Pandora's Tower because uh, it's making me angry. Because. Well, from what you explained to me, I I would have walked away too. That's a bit ridiculous. Well, it's it's (laughs) clunky. I mean, yeah. it's I, I can understand the appeal and why it was an Operation Rainfall game and stuff like that. I really wanted to know more about the story, but I just wasn't willing to suffer through the combat and the time limit. That did I tell you about the time limit? No. On? There's a time limit because the whole story of the game is that you're with this girl and she's turning into a monster because she's got some ancient curse, and then she gets some really bitchin' tattoo on her back that uh, signifies she's got the curse. Um, of course. I mean, this is pretty much common knowledge, right? Yeah. Um, it's an average Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the only way to reverse the curse, which rhymes, by the way. You're, you're welcome, hip-hop artists. Um, the only way to reverse the curse is to bring back flesh from monsters you kill. Yeah, you're... <laughs> this is uh, pretty <laughs> Japanese, isn't it? No, no, it, it's... And they're all, like... I would be okay if it was just, like, raw steak or something. Like, it looked like raw steak. But, no, it's these giant, like... Hunks? It's these giant, throbbing, slimy, purple hunks of meat. And the, each individual scene where she has to take a bite is is actually kind of nauseating. 
Um, not to mention that apparently these people are from a race that are supposed to be vegetarian. So bo- so they're both repulsed too. And so while she's eating the meat, your character's just like, Ugh, I can't believe you're putting that in your mouth. And then she eats the flesh. <laughs> Hey-o! <laughs> <laughs> wow. So 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 that happened. So we're we're mixing dirty jokes into the mix yeah. too. Um at least this was Pandora's Tower. So it at works least out. It was with Pandora's Tower. Um double I, entendre dick joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, although it's been a slow week for the gaming world, we do have squeezed some news out of the out of the industry, <laughs> so let's get to it. What? Why did I say? Squeezing? I have no idea. <laughs> Especially after the dick joke. Like, are you like cupping the nuts of news and squeezing I, out the uh, juice? And I'm going to be cringing for the rest of the show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You I, said it, man. <laughs> yeah, I said it all right. <laughs> anyway, let's see what happened this week. Coming in at number five, uh, everyone's losing their job. Well, Which, not us. <laughs> not us. Um, I, Everyone is more of an open-ended statement, and we'll tell you who everyone is in one second. <laughs> um, to go with uh, quantity over quality, uh, EA <laughs> laid off. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that's nice. That's, it's fitting for EA. <laughs> uh, EA laid off 900 people in some kind of corporate restructuring. Not even corporate restructuring, just restructuring in general. So 900 people, I think that covers their mail carriers. Probably, yeah. Um. Uh, also, a lot of executives at EA are also dumping their stock, selling them, getting rid of it, which is uh, slightly concerning. Interesting, I'd say. I wouldn't say concerning, just interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, do they know something that we don't? Especially considering well, we yeah. have there's bigger EA news later on in the podcast, which you know is considerably awesome or not awesome, depending on your point of view. But uh, so that happened. At EA. Uh, TimeGate, the people who did the uh, recent Aliens Colonial Marines, um, also uh, Section 8, if any of you remember that. Uh, it was a crappy shooter that got remade into a downloadable game. The only game that I've seen remade in the same console generation. Huh. Which is kind of weird. Oh, well. Um, TimeGate allegedly got their doors closed as a whole. I can't I don't know how many people they are, but I can't imagine they're nine hundred people strong. No, probably not. Um, and with those two lovely games you listed, I'm surprised they took this long. Yeah. Um who else? Silicon Knights allegedly closing their doors and their offices are empty and everything. Um Silicon Knights, of course, the people behind Two Human, uh X Men Destiny, um uh, Eternal Darkness, one of one of your uh, yeah. favorite games, and one of my most hated. Yes, um, as we've learned, as we <laughs> as we've learned. Um, the only thing I can think of that Silicon Knights did well, they did that Metal Gear Solid remake on the GameCube, the Twin Snakes, which was pretty pretty good. So yeah. so there was that at least. But you know, no one cares. Um, that Destiny wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. And. Eh. I don't know. I heard horrible things about it. I was tem- I was tempted to pick up a copy when they were ordered to destroy all of the copies. Yeah. But I didn't want to spend six dollars on a game that I knew I would never play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're good. They were they were a good fifteen dollar game. Besides Eternal Darkness, they were a good fifteen dollar game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maker. 
and I didn't pay a dime for any of them. <laughs> uh, borrowed them, didn't pirate them, I borrowed them, and not all of them I finished, as Goat knows. Um, yes, I witnessed him destroying my copy of Eternal Darkness. Verbally, not physically. Not, not physically. Um, also at Ubisoft, probably the most high-profile um, uh, removal of duties, as it were. <laughs> eh, duty. Um, uh, wreck it, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> um, legendary game designer Patrice de Salette, which I'm probably mispronouncing because he's French. Um, yeah, I think he just destroyed that name. Whatever. <laughs> Um, was fired, terminated from Ubisoft, as he reports. Uh, Ubisoft says that he w- they just parted ways, and Patrice is saying, no, they terminated me, and I'm going to fight for, you know, everything. Well, technically nobody's lying there, because if they did fire him, well, Ubisoft, they did part ways. Well, right, but Ubisoft <laughs> is trying to, like, cover it up. It's just like, no, we, 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 just, did, we just disagreed. You know, that yeah, kind of we, thing. Yeah. They're making it seem like, you know, it was a mutual thing where Patrice is like, no, they fucking fired me. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He was, you know, he apparently wasn't allowed to get his items. He wasn't, uh, he was, he went to his desk at Ubisoft, wherever the hell he works, and there were a pair of security guards there. They handed him the pink slip and said, by the way, you're out of here, and then they escorted him out of the building. Yeah. So it was a pretty so big they thing. parted ways. I mean, his desk was packed for him. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope, at least. Um, yeah, if not, somebody's got a pretty cool desk. <laughs> uh, Patrice, of course, um, actually used to work for Ubisoft, also used to work for THQ. He left Ubisoft to work for THQ. and That worked out for him. We all know how THQ <laughs> happened, and then he went back to Ubisoft like two months ago, and suddenly he's out of a job again. So he's... Uh, Getting kicked in the nuts repeatedly, and he's, really needs to get a new recruiter for jobs. Someone <laughs> probably needs to buy him a beer or two. <laughs> Or 17. Um, oh, well. Our uh, best wishes for anyone currently looking for a job, except for the executives at EA. Yeah. Because we don't care. I don't know, um, the New York toll system's looking for people. <laughs> it's a good place for EA people. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that, that's that's I'm stealing that joke at some point. Uh, coming in at number four. No, uh, three. No, this is four. Or four. Oh, see, because the layoffs as a whole were five, and then this is this is four. See, okay, see, way too many dashes. I'm see, lost. See, I know numbers. <laughs> I got this. Trust me. I failed outlining class apparently. Uh, so there's an interesting new game that I specifically wanted to mention because I knew Goat would be interested in it. It's from a uh, little startup called Precursor Games. Uh, it's called Shadow of the Eternals. There's currently a fundraising campaign going on for it right now. Um, but the interesting thing is it's got a lot of the creative people from Silicon Knights who did Eternal Darkness. And Shadow of the Eternals is even being described as a spiritual successor of sorts to uh, Eternal Darkness. Which I don't understand how you can do a successor to that game. But, hey. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but several people from Silicon Knights are there, including the uh, creative guy, Dennis Dyack, Dyack, Diedrich, whatever the heck his last name is. Dextrix. Yeah, that. Um, and a lot of people are kind of understandably skeptical about giving Precursor money because, you know, Silicon Knights doesn't have the best recent track record. Yeah, but they're working with their their golden stuff. So they're they're working with some of the. I and mean, even stuff. then, though, when 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 Eternal Darkness came out, it wasn't exactly stellar. It became a cult classic, right? Um, so I, I understand like the hesitancy. Speaking of Eternal Darkness, um, Precursor says that they actually have a desire to 
bring Eternal Darkness to the Wii U. Which would be phenomenal. Which would be interesting. Um, I'd just like to see it washed in HD. Maybe, you know, fix the couple of bugs they had with the uh, controls, and it'd be a great game. Yeah, if they fix the controls, I might even give it another shot. Yeah. But uh, other than that... Well, I mean, and you'd have to then, because it's not an old game anymore. <laughs> yes, thank you, Goat. My my hatred for anything that's more than six years old. Um, Be like, look, Mike, here's a brand new game. No, 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 no. I'll I've just, seen I'll this just, before. No, you haven't. It's just, on Wii U. You couldn't have seen it before. I'll just delay playing it until the next Nintendo console comes out, and then it'll be considered old, and then, yeah. and then I'll be like, no, I can't, I can't play it. I won't like it. I know I won't. It's old. Um, uh, so yeah, if, so uh, it's cool though that the Turtle Darkness is coming back into the into the light, which is awkward to say with that title, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it, yeah, it's it's getting its second wind, yeah, and a lot of people are like you know a lot of the new kids who have no idea what they missed because they were you know not of functional level, right. <laughs> Can finally play it. Gee, and... who are you talking about there? Huh? 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 You... No, you were you were at functional level when I, I was. Were, I was like twelve. Yeah, but I'm saying like kids now who were twelve, they weren't at functional level then. Oh, yeah, good. Point. They could play it now. Yeah, yeah. I st- I probably still won't play it. You won't. No, you you pretty much just walked away. <laughs> from that. Anyway, coming in at number three. Speaking of old games, <laughs> uh, Bethesda announced a new Wolfenstein game. Yeah. Uh, this week called Wolfenstein: The New Order. Uh, Goat saw the trailer right before the show, and he's not impressed, which doesn't surprise me at the least bit. But I played Wolfenstein in its heyday. Well, yeah. It's largely the same game with a handful of... It, the same the trailer, mechanics. like I told you off-air, the trailer reminds me it looks like Wolfenstein meets Terminator. I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with that. Uh, it's a shame that the protagonist won't be voiced by Arnold Schwarzenegger, but whatever. Um, they can't do that. I don't think that'd be. Then it'd just be Terminator. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Not to mention, it'd be weird with someone with an Austrian accent going after Germans. Yeah, that's kind of like a <laughs> real big conflict of interest there. Uh, anyway, but interesting uh, announcement from Bethesda about the new Wolfenstein game. They already said that it's not going to have any multiplayer whatsoever. Good. Well, I'm... No, 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 no. We have Call of Duty. <laughs> Leave them alone. Well, like, can it's... we have a shooter that doesn't have... Let's go fucking play... Nobody plays the campaigns anymore because of all the multiplayer. They're just like, oh, I play Wolfenstein now and I shoot each other. I'm wondering... Oh, did you play the campaign? I don't know what that means. I'm wondering, though, see, because the thrill of Wolfenstein was either that, you know, it was new for its time, like for Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, it was like revolutionary for its time right or that there was some kind of like multiplayer element attached to it or something those were always those two things were always the draw of wolfenstein games but wolfenstein has never been a big draw because of a story well it's a first person shooter so i mean well right but the fact that you know in this day and age the fact that they're not going to have multiplayer in it as a first person shooter seems i applaud it fool it i i'm looking forward to trying it out i probably means, won't purchase it because you know it's... my my thing all right and this is my wishful crazy ass thinking as usual mm. but since we're not doing multiplayer it won't be douchebags anonymous as every other first person is right just riddled with these idiots shoot each other and blah 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 in the multiplayer, right. and not even touching the campaign right like, i know people out there who like buy them and they just play the multiplayer and they've you know call of duty's been out for how many years black ops 2 whatever year two 
Yeah. Right here. <laughs> but, and there's people who still haven't played the campaign. And then I have absolutely no desire to. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I don't so know. So I'm hoping they go I mean, for the I campaign mean, and make it, like, revolutionary again. It'd be nice. Wow. You know, like, something crazy where you're like, you have to play this. Like, kind of like Bioshock. Where you're like, not that story-driven, but something to where it's like, you have to play this game. I I don't know how Wolfenstein would be able to pull that off. Though. I don't I either, mean, but again, wishful, crazy thinking. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... Uh, well, it'll be a statement like, we're not putting multiplayer in the multiplayer world for an FPS. It's, they it, have to have something with their sleep. It'll be a challenge for them, that's for certain. Um, I, Bethesda behind it. I, I want to do really quick uh, live wikipedia because the developer is just like machine games or something like that, and I've yeah. never heard of it, and I want to see if they've actually done anything before. They've made machine games. Come on, they've made machine. <laughs> um, like I said though, my, my my hope is that they do something revolution, revolutionary mm-hmm. for the series, like bring it back into the light, and and Bethesda's the company to do that. It'd be interesting to see. That's for certain. I mean, because because the uh, what the oh never mind totally. <laughs> What, are you, what the heck are you? Okay, Fenstein New Order. Sorry, folks. I'm, I'm I'm slow typing when I have a mic in my hand. That's what she said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, machine games. What have they done? They've done literally nothing. No, they were founded <laughs> in 2009. That's something. <laughs> So they've been sitting around hanging out uh, waiting for Wolfenstein to fall in their lap. Machine Games is a video game developer based in Uppsala, Sweden. Yes. It was founded in 2009 by a name I'm not going to try to pronounce, another name I'm not <laughs> going to try to pronounce, and three more names I'm not going to try to pronounce. Uh, former Starbreeze Studios founder, another name I'm not going to try to pronounce. Magnus. Really? You can't understand the dude's first name I Magnus. can't understand the second name. Hogdall. Yeah, but there's, a, there's an accent. Yeah. What the heck does that mean? Hodo. Anyway, Hodo. um, so apparently, Machine Games is made up of people who did the admittedly awesome Riddick game and the Darkness, which was decent. Well, that's good. Uh, so I actually might have hope for this now. Uh, in November 2010, Machine Games was acquired by Bethesda's parent company, Zenimax Media, for eight million dollars. That seems oddly low, but what do I know? Um, well, I mean, they really have such a pedigree to buy. Well, to be, to be fair, the Chronicles of Riddick game is lauded as one of the few games based on a movie that doesn't suck. I've not huh. played it, so I can't speak for that. But, Neither have I. But, uh, I've I didn't read the movie. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen the movie either. Oh, I've uh, seen the I, nah, books are better. There were books? Yeah. So the, so the Riddick game is a game based on a movie based on a book. Yep. That's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so who knows? We'll, we'll see in like three years when this Wolfenstein game is finished. Or in one year, in which case we won't even look at it because we'll know it was rushed. Uh, coming in at number two. <laughs> it was uh, an amazing transition. <laughs> Either it's going to be awesome and we'll give a shit, or it's going to suck and we aren't going to give a shit. Next story. <laughs> Well, you know. You just summed up Wolfenstein's career in those two sentences. <laughs> Coming in at number two, um, plenty of people have been having fun at EA's suspense, suspense um, over the SimCity debacle, but probably the most high-profile one so far is none other than Will Wright, the 
man who created SimCity in the first place. And he has every right to make fun of these jackasses. Well, of course he does. Um, which, this is ironic. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Will Wright said the SimCity debacle is inexcusable and that the gamers shouldn't have to deal with it, which, you know, obviously every single person on the planet agrees with. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to write him into next year's ballot. <laughs> Next year? You're, uh, you're not good with election years, are you? No, I, I, we're still the same guy, right? <laughs> yes, we still have the same that guy. That tells you how awesome I am at politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I'd rather not know about politics than know about them. Um, but this is, here's the interesting thing. EA actually did a whole mini like internet ad campaign where they got Will Wright on camera where he was trying out the game and he was just like, I really like this feature. I really like this feature, and this is really cool. I, I don't know why this is here. And I, I, basically yeah. saying, you know, I, I like what you guys have turned the game into. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying he hates it and it's shit. Um, no, no, he's saying the game was decent. He's saying the the DRM the, debacle is excusable, and I'm 110% yeah, that's, with him. That's, that's true. That's true. They made a decent game, and they fucked it in the ass by not having it available to anybody when they bought it. Yeah, that isn't excusable. Yeah, I... I I, I'd be pissed if my game was a dilapidated piece of junk running, yeah, because of one stupid idea that didn't work with a previous large title. Yeah, interesting thing to note, um, by the way. Um, EA also announced Sims Four this past week. Sweet, Taylor will be happy. <laughs> um, and when prompted, they said that it was a offline single player experience. No, they finally got the idea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Two times putting your penis in a bear trap. So oh, it let's, takes a year. Uh, <laughs> let, let's see how this let's see how this works out. I, I'm I'm <laughs> I I have no idea what more Sims Four could bring to the table, but that's probably because I don't know too much about the Sims franchise to begin with. Um, nothing. May, maybe, maybe our friend Taylor would like to uh, chime in on if there were any major differences between two or three, or what he would like to see for. Um, Sims 4. Let's be honest, I just want nudity. <laughs> there are mods for that, you know. Yeah, they're just going to put it in the game now. It's going to be first AO. It's going to be Sims 4 AO. <laughs> Doing it in, in, in the uh, Porn Valley. I'm, I'm pretty sure there are. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Where are you shopping? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Goat. Um, so, yeah. So, EA might have learned their lesson? Who knows? We'll see. Only time will tell. Speaking of EA... I wonder if they had, like, a big sign in the middle of their, like, lobby now that says no DRM. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Dinosaurs riding monkeys? I'm sure we could come up with some other creative... Oh, yeah. Creative. Well, that, and I make I get this, like, like thing in my head where, like, there's this, like, dude sitting at his programming desk, right? And he gets an email, you know, mass email from HR. Yeah. <laughs> That that lays out that it is a completely illegal and a terminated offense if you mention the letters D, R, and M in that order in this office. <laughs> and his name, his last name has yeah. <laughs> D, R, M in it. And then be like, uh, uh, and then he's ejected from the building. Yeah. Literally ejected, not yes. like, you know. Yes. And then it's 901. <laughs> anyway, as I meant, uh, speaking, oh, of speaking of EA, <laughs> coming in at number one, the biggest... Story of the week, and probably one of the reasons it was such a slow news week otherwise. Um, EA somehow made some kind of deal with Disney so that EA will be the exclusive publisher for all Star Wars related games mm-hmm. on console and PC. Yeah. This does not, inc- Disney will still handle all their own uh, 
mobile and social other bullshit that no yeah. one will play. Um, so w- once this news came out, universally, you know, it was as if a million voices cried out in agony and then they were suddenly silenced mm-hmm. um, without the silence part because the Internet is aflame with this. Well, yeah. um, obviously, uh, well, you've got the two or you get the one company that everybody hates in the nerd world acquiring the one company that everybody loves in the nerd world. That that's just yeah yeah. I'm surprised the internet didn't shut down for two days. I'm like we're sorry, we need to get this Star Wars thing under control. <laughs> um, EA said that they will not have any game new games this year, which isn't surprising whatsoever. Well, obviously, yeah, they, Since, don't have it. they just got it yeah. yesterday or whatever. Right. Um, they said there's nothing. There, there's stuff currently in the works. They already have games planned for. Uh, Dice, most notable for the Battlefield franchise, uh, Visceral Games, most notable for the Dead Space games, and um, BioWare will quote continue to work on the Old Republic um, universe, as it were. So, so I mean, it's not too bad. So my my thought is, give Dice the Battlefront franchise, yeah. So we can finally get Star Wars Battlefront three, because if we can get Star Wars Battlefront. In the frostbite engine that yeah. Battlefield is using, I think I might give them all the money. Yeah, I, I will pay whatever bullshit DRM DLC yeah. whatever they yeah. want me to pay for. I will, <laughs> yes, all of my yes. Um, so give Dice the Battlefront franchise. Give Visceral, um, Forced Unleash. I I don't know about Forced Unleash. I was thinking more along the lines of like get Visceral to do a Dark Forces. Like remake. You remember Dark Forces yeah. or the Jedi Knight yeah, games? Yeah. Get them to do yeah. something but I'm saying in that, that universe. It would make more sense to just since they already have Dead Space. I mean, the, the jump to Forced Unleashed is not that big of a jump, right? Right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just make it Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for the love of God, EA, please let Bioware make another Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that needs to happen. And, and don't make it rushed like Kodor 2 was, because then everyone hated the ending. And, and I Well, rushed games always end short, because they're rushed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Go. Um, uh, also... Give me that thank you, whatever. There's been rushed games where the middle sucks. Good front, good end, and they're like, uh... Fuck the middle. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Do it's I? Not, it's not always the end. If you can come up with an example, I'll agree. But other than that, I, 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 I'm coming. Like L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir was a little rushed in the middle there because it just kind of got like. I liked L.A. Noir. Yeah, but like all saying, all the way through, I liked it. Kind of like I don't know. Well, that one actually kind of tailed off completely from halfway through. He's <laughs> like, by yeah. the end, I was like, well, okay. Why did Why did the story was, go this way? <laughs> cool, I guess. <laughs> um. Uh, interesting thing to note, uh, executives at EA have already clarified that of the games that are currently being worked on, none of them are a tie-in to Episode Seven, the Star Wars movie yeah. that's being filmed next year and released 2015. Yeah. Which I'm both surprised and uh, thankful for. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that. I doubt they're going to do like a movie game on that just because... Yeah. That'd be dumb. <laughs> and if they do, it's probably going to be some mobile thing on Disney Interactive, honestly. That'd be their best way to do it. Oh, good. Then I won't even look yeah, at exactly. it. Um, 
Also a big thing concerning EA this week. Uh, EA said that their Frostbite engine, which they're using for pretty much every game ever now, um, of course, is not supported on the Wii U, so I hope you didn't like any Wii U games that were made by EA because you won't be seeing any more of them. Yeah. Um, EA is pretty much coming out and saying that they're not going to be supporting the Wii U whatsoever just because, you know, let's let's be honest. Well, the the, the, ga- the games that are out for the Wii U that are from EA right now are Mass Effect, uh, Madden. I think they made a Tiger Woods game for it or something. No. No? Not even Tiger Woods? No. Okay. Uh, well, a handful of sports games and then Mass Effect and Need for Speed. Yeah. Those are the ones that are yeah. out right now. Need for Speed uh, didn't do well, well no. clearly, but that's because everyone had it on other systems yeah. beforehand. Same with uh, Batman. Same with Mass Effect. Well, Batman. 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 Oh right, for the same idea. Not not the EA did Batman, but I'm saying everybody this is, already this had is, it. This is kind of the curse that a lot of uh, Wii U games are having. I mean, it's cool that the Wii U has these games and it can run them and everything but like that. Been but, out forever, but it, they've been out forever and everyone's yeah. already played them. I and I think this is kind of why people keep saying that Wii U doesn't have any games. Because, I don't count them personally because, because well. I did. I did the math. The Wii U is actually between launch well, yeah, and... Yeah, I've seen your math, but I'm saying I don't count the the late multiplats as games. Because they're, right. they're already out. They don't count. Right. Um, well, since I'm proud of my math anyway, yes, I did the math. math and uh, the Wii U actually has more games between launch and the end of April, which is six months Roughly November to April, yeah, six months, roughly five and a half, yeah, well, November twentieth to May first, yeah, so you're like five and a half, yeah. Um, Wii U actually has more games in that period than the N sixty four did in that period, the GameCube did in that period, the Wii did in that period, the three sixty did in that period, the PS three did in that period. Mm, I don't think the PS two. I think the PS two just had like oodles of games. Um, yeah, but PS2, they, they did PS2 right. They're like, here. The PS2, the and difference the difference with the PS2 as well was that it was versatile and it was really easy to develop for. Yeah. And it was dirt cheap, too. So there was none of this, you know, yeah. corporate bullshit going on. I mean, there was still some corporate bullshit, but not as much. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean... But this, 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 is, this is kind of the biggest problem going against the Wii U is that it's got a lot of great games, but all of them were for other systems like months even up to a year ago. I mean, you're yeah, not going to rebuy a game you already beat a year ago. Right. I mean, when when I played uh when I still wrote for a website and I had Wii U reviews, we literally myself and my editor, we handled all the Wii U reviews. So we literally took the launch list and chopped it in half and, you yeah. know, gave us either side. Um mine was mostly uh crappy games like Tank Tank Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh re-releases like um you did Batman. Like Batman, I don't know if you'd consider Epic Mickey re-release because it came out the same day. Um, the hell did I play? Tekken and stuff like that. Yeah. And the only game I was supposed to get that was any good was Scribble Knots, which wasn't even that great. No, it was great. I just didn't get it. Yeah. Um, because oh, yeah, Warner Brothers doesn't like me for some reason now. Um, oh, and Ninja Gaiden. Except yeah. that actually was better than the original one, but mm. I would hope it was. Um. But, you know, I mean, when you look at the Wii U's catalog, you've got, you know, Black Ops and Need for Speed and Mass Effect and Assassin's Creed and Darksiders and Injustice. And you're like, great, these games are awesome, but I already own them for everything. So it's... That and Injustice, I don't even think I'd fathom the idea of buying on Wii U. 
I want to try it on Wii U. I wish that, I really yeah. wish there was a demo because now that they confirm that DLC will be coming to the Wii U version, yeah. I'm actually eyeing that one specifically just because I hear that the graphics are legitimately better than any of the other consoles. You're doing the same thing. That, that's, I am. that's that's why I hear about it. You're, you're doing the same thing everybody else is doing. Huh. You're scraping and scratching to justify your purchase. Well, no, I mean, I was I want to get injustice at some point, no matter what. Yeah. But I'm saying that you're you know. I do the same thing. I'm like, well, maybe I'll get that on Wii U since I don't have that many games to buy Wii U and it's collecting dust. Oh, yeah, I've done that before. I, I, I did that when I first got my PS3. The only game I owned for the PS3 for the longest time was Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> and then finally I was looking at the rest of the category, rest of the category catalog. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I need to play more games on this yeah, thing, and I so it, it, it. it got to the point where I started buying multi-plats on PS3 rather than anything else. Um, but in regards to this whole EA not being on the Wii U thing, I, I said it on Facebook um, in a conversation with some of our friends, and I'll say it here: most, if not all, EA games were shit on the Wii. Yeah, they're not made for the Wii. So I can only assume that this is actually a good thing. I think. I think this is a. I mean, it's probably not great for Nintendo, because it potentially means that they'll move less systems. But again, I did the math, and the Wii U isn't selling horribly. Yeah, but the problem, the biggest problem with the Wii U right now is the fact that like right, the numbers are great, they're awesome on paper. Yeah. The catalog sucks. Well, I mean. There's not a lot of like this is this is not a lot of like gimme games. Like the next really huge like I want game and stuff like that is gonna be Pikmin three. Honestly. Yeah. And that's in August. Yeah, no, I'll agree. Um well, and that's what's shooting them in the foot. And losing the A, yeah, it's gonna kinda suck for them. but at the same point, most of those people I probably won't own a Wii U to begin yeah, with. Yeah, they don't have a Wii U anyways. Why would I why, why would I go out and buy a Wii U for yeah. a game I can buy on my existing three sixty or PS3? Right, right. I think um So they're not gonna lose much business on it. I I think uh I don't know what I think. I totally forgot what I was going to say. No, that's okay. Um, I mean, and, and, and case in point, for my example, Black Ops did horrible on the Wii. Oh, yeah, of course it did. So why they even brought Black Ops 2 to the Wii U was just stupid. I think it was kind of to gauge interests. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, every Call of Duty tops the one in the year before oh, yeah. it. And, and, and I would imagine that Nintendo probably had something to do with it, too. Yeah. Because they were probably like, because uh, we already know they reached out to some third parties to specifically say, we want your game on the Wii U to try to, like, make themselves bolster. relevant. Yeah. Um, I remember what I was going to say now, no, thanks okay. to that. Um, Go relevant. I mean, <laughs> I mean the, the, the lineup of Wii U games right now is decent if you've never had another console. Yeah. And if you look at it comparatively to like the launch of the 3DS recently, or the launch of the even the PS3 or the 360, or uh, hell the PS2. I mm-hmm. mean, the 3DS didn't have any gotta have it games at launch. I mean, the only like big hitters from Nintendo were like Nintendogs and Pilot Wings, which were both boring as shit. Oh, don't um, forget Steel Diver. I, I want to forget Steel Diver. Um, I mean, the 3DS didn't have a gotta have a game until six or so months later when Ocarina of Time 3D came out. Yeah. And even then, that was a remake, and not everyone wanted to get it because they're just like, well, why would I buy the same game again? Yeah, I still haven't bought it. I will. I will. It, was, it was awesome, and, and, and actually just because better than I thought it would. Yeah, just because it's kind of nice to have it on my handheld, and I don't have to come and play it on my 64. Yeah. 
Let, let me say, by the way, mm -hmm. all the like aiming challenges and stuff you got to mm -hmm. do with like the bow and arrow and the slingshot and stuff, so much easier with motion control. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that was that way. I mean, the 360, when it first came out, the only real got-to-have-it game was Call of Duty 2 before Call of Duty became what it is today. Um, really? I thought they had a Halo come out. No, they didn't have Halo 3 come out until like two years later. The only big first-party game they had come out mm -hmm. for the 360, the first one I should say, was Gears about a year about a year later. Huh. Um, and so, I it's, so it just comes down to uh, we have a short attention span. It just comes down to the fact that we've evolved, we've mm -hmm. grown, we've we have. We want more now. I think faster. It, honestly, I think a large part of it has to do with the fact that the Wii U kind of launched in the middle of a console cycle middle, late middle kind of thing. Because, obviously, you know, the 360 and the PS3 are still going to have, you know, lifetimes lasting at least to the end of this year. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if they last for another two or three years after this. Yeah. Um, well, at least the PS3, because that's, I mean... The, at least the PS3, because the PS2, PS2 they, they only... died they, off. Yeah, they only stopped manufacturing PS2s like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and it came out in 01, 2000, 2001, something yeah, like something that. Like that. Um, so it was in manufacturing for more than 10 years. Yeah. I would imagine the PS3 might have something similar, which means it won't be unpopular until 2016, because yeah. it came out in 2006. Um, but with the Wii, I mean, the when the Wii came out, it was instantly outdated, because of the PS3 and the 360. The PS3 launched just three days before the Wii did, yeah. and then the 360 launched a year before it did, but still, the PS3 and the 360 were about you know equal. Yeah. And then the Wii comes in, and it's just like, hey, these are like GameCube graphics. And so it was constantly playing catch-up. So yeah. we're used to everything that the PS3 and the 360 have brought us over the past six or seven years, that the Wii U doesn't seem as fresh. Well, it's not. Well, it's not. And it's also geared towards that oddball demographic that made millions for the Wii. Uh... With a slight step back towards the hardcore gamers. I'll, yeah, I'll agree with that. You know, I, I think... Um... They took like two steps towards us and were like, eh, gamepad. <laughs> and we're like, I guess, gamepad, that's cool. <laughs> I can just imagine Reggie being like, eh, gamepad, my body's ready, gamepad. Yeah. And, you know. um, and then like three guys looking like us going, eh, gamepad. <laughs> Walk away with it. <laughs> um... So I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't think Nintendo is screwed. I because, like I said, no, I did I did I did the sales numbers and stuff. The only thing that's throwing a wrench into everything is that Nintendo is ex is expecting the runaway success that the Wii had, which is dumb. Yeah, because it's already out. Yeah. Well, you can't do the same thing twice. Well, because because and how many times have we seen Nintendo admit that they? Uh, they know that they, the average consumer doesn't know the difference between a Wii and a Wii U in terms of them being different consoles. You know, yeah. we saw those crappy flyers. They're putting mm -hmm. out commercials yeah. for it. They're putting out all sorts of bullshit yeah. with it. Well, maybe they should have called it something different. Well, that, or they, maybe they should have done a little bit more marketing. Because, like, they did the same marketing for the Wii, but the Wii was so weird and different that it worked. See, I, I don't think it's all about having more marketing. I think it's about having well, the right Specific marketing, marketing saying, hey, this is new. Because right. a lot of the commercials I've seen... 
I get they don't, why. I get why. It, it looks like the Wii U is just a gamepad. You can buy it for your Wii. That's right. The way yeah. that no, it exactly. comes across. I'm like, that's not and that was, right. And that was a big mistake they made when they first revealed it at E3 a couple years back. Because yeah. they just showed the gamepad. They didn't actually show the damn console yeah. until three days later. Yeah. And so everyone's just like, okay, so it's a thing I buy for my Wii. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 it's a whole new thing. And it's like, God damn it, Nintendo, get your shit together. Yeah. Um, but oh well. Well, uh... We'll see how Nintendo fares with this one, but it should be all right. I mean, Nintendo's got enough money in the bank so that they could have a screw-up like this every generation or so. Um, They've got... This might be the the next Virtual Boy. Yeah, see? They they pulled right out of that like a champ. (laughs) Yeah, they did. And I really want to have one. (laughs) Add it to your collection. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, enough about that. Uh, I forgot what the hell we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about Sex. it now. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's not what you think, we swear. So it's goat mentioned. Um, very loudly and proudly. Very loudly and proudly. Uh, our celebrity reader, Songbird, I, I say celebrity reader because she... Listener. God damn it. I, I do that pretty much every week, don't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, same thing. It's a journalist. You're like, nobody hears me. They read me. Which Except I wouldn't want to hear you anyway. So Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I do regularly curse while just typing away things. Um, and then there's that whole thing where he curses his space bar to the seventh ring of hell. <laughs> yeah, I really... I, it's okay. I have a, a drawer full of extra space bars. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's why it looks newer than all the other keys on my keyboard. Anyway... Um, so Songbird actually gave us a good idea to talk about. There's a really big um, uh, discussion going on in the uh, gaming community about sexism in video games. And not, you know, and you can probably imagine, you know, if you haven't been paying attention to the forums and things like that, you can probably imagine where this conversation has gone. Um, Even if you're under a rock, I'm pretty sure you've seen where this conversation is yeah. coming from. Um, mostly, it's all about like the objectifying of women and treating them as objects rather than you know people. And how come all the how come all the video game heroes are you know white dudes with brown hair and you know no accents and stuff like that? So so we we might even break into uh, racism in video games too. This is just going to be all about discrimination. Let, let's, yeah. let's 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 tackle this. So. Interestingly enough, and I showed this to Goat um, right before the podcast because it was interesting and we needed to see it anyway. Ironically, I think it was on my page. It it was on your page. (laughs) Um, So so there's a game coming out for PS3 and Vita in August... Summer. This summer. Sometime Uh, warm. Yeah. (laughs) Called Dragon's Crown. It's a four-player side-scrolling dungeon crawler, hand-drawn, whatever it is. Um... I think it's a DLC game, isn't it? No, on disc. On disc. Okay. On disc slash card if okay. you want to buy it on Vita for whatever reason. Um, I wonder if they're going to have a pack. Anyway. <laughs> um, Maybe they'll come into a thing of boobs. <laughs> bringing, uh, go, bringing <laughs> me to my point. Um, the art style for the women in the game, particularly the sorceress, has got everyone... Um, hanging uh, out. <laughs> I, I was going to say hot and bothered. Um, well, she's hanging out, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the sorceress, of course, having comedically large uh, tits. Yes, I'm thinking uh, like they're double E's at minimum. If you, 
Trust me, folks. Do do a quick Google image search, unless you're at work, because that's probably not a wise idea. Yeah. Um, just look up Dragon's Crown Sorceress. Um, she looks like she's uh, she's defying physics with those she's fun bags. Swallowed a pair of watermelons whole. Yes. And um, shoved them in a very very poorly. And they somehow got shoved into her yeah. windpipe or something. Well, maybe not. And they're, and they're shoved into a very poorly uh, supporting dress. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the Middle Ages. They didn't have. Uh, uh, undergarments back then or physics <laughs> or physics apparently <laughs> these things should be just hanging out in the open people like, this dress is like you, you sneeze it's over <laughs> he's not kidding <laughs> um and their their search list just went up about five <laughs> uh so this this is this has been the source of the major discussion lately um i here, here's here's my point on any kind of discrimination in video games be it you know why isn't the why isn't the protagonist female why isn't the protagonist black why isn't the protagonist uh crippled one-eyed one-legged one testicle wheelchair bound thing to be a slow game that's why (laughs) first of all i'd play the shit out of that i think that's gonna be be the boy wonder i think that's gonna be metal gear solid (laughs) six oh Oh, metal gear solid six the genocide of uh oh i lost it um (laughs) Damn it. Oh, Genocide Geatrics. There it is. <laughs> the, 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 the. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes are much funnier, people, when you know what the fuck you're going to say. <laughs> they, they tend to do that. Yeah. Um, but so here's my here's my opinion on any kind of discrimination. I think it's only really discrimination. If you find it offensive. If you talk about it. If you, you know, I'm reminded of one of my favorite things that Morgan Freeman has always said, which is everything. But besides that. Because the man I loved when he read me the stereo way. instructions. I really, really took those in. <laughs> um, so Morgan Freeman was in an interview one time, and he uh, really I, Morgan Freeman <laughs> in an interview at one time. I know it's shocking. Right? <laughs> uh, I, I forget what the interview was about, but I know somewhere along the lines the question Movies, was brought up. Maybe <laughs> the question was brought up about Black History Month and and uh, the most ironic month of the year. It's and, just a bad bag right there. And Freeman <laughs> said something along the lines of, I don't care. What's the next question? And the interviewer was just like, well, what do you mean? You don't want a month? And he's like, no. Are, are you religious? And he's like, yeah, I'm Jewish. And he said, would you like a month? No. Then I don't want one either. And he made a whole big deal about, I believe racism only exists because we keep talking about it. Oh, yeah. And it's perfect. Like, if I could get that well, and I... single sentence tattooed on every dumb person's forehead, they would never read it. But that's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a forearm maybe a forearm or uh other or, than that maybe racist across the, the <laughs> forehead for other people but yeah anyway but i i think i but even black history month and i'm with morgan freeman on that yeah is racist no Here, I, I agree here's the shortest month out of the year like that's a dick move anyways yeah um <laughs> But to see the kinds of things like you know the sexism in video games, I don't believe it's a as big a deal as it is because surprise, the gaming community likes to exaggerate things like crazy. It's fiction, people. Mass Effect had a bad ending. Suddenly, Bioware is getting death threats about it. But she had a great ass. <laughs> Am I not helping the cause here? Uh, <laughs> not quite. No. I mean, you know this this whole I. I can't get over the fact that the people that are complaining about, like, you know, the the sorceress's figure, for example. It's amazingly hilarious. <laughs> I can't help but think the people that co- are complaining about things like this are 
a little delusional to begin with. Just because, just because I'm think I'm thinking, okay, this was clearly designed by a guy. Yeah. Unless it was a female that loves uh, chicks, loves go chicks, for her. You know, well, we know a few people like that. Yeah, no big whatever. deal. I, 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 so, and and then me, I'll probably piss off a lot of people in this conversation because I honestly don't care. I'm like, you know me. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners have figured it out. If it offends you, don't fucking do anything about it. Walk the fuck away. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that chick's tits are hanging out. That's offense to me. Don't fucking look. Yeah. Oh my god, you're not offended anymore. Remove yourself from the situation. <laughs> You have free will. I, I don't bitch on the internet about it. I don't think uh, goat's actually absolutely right, and I don't think that kind of thinking should piss anyone off because, alternatively, not even alternatively, to add on to that, <laughs> rather, <laughs> we're doing my, awesome today. My, hey, it's four p.m. I'm not supposed to function yet. <laughs> Rockstar for, for life for pun. Yeah. Um, but but my view is to add on to goats is that unless you can do something about it, unless you're actively doing something about anything, it doesn't even have to be about something that offends you. It could be about you know, if you hate your job, and you need to get a new job or get you, a new you, job or bitching about it, you know exactly. Do something about it. Um, and if you can't do anything about it, don't. Then what's the point <laughs> of bitching about it? That was the single biggest. <laughs> that's the single biggest thing I why I don't actively well, complain about like call of duty or something yeah. i mean you know you all know our views of call yeah. of duty we think it's a trash game goat because it's a first person game me because it's not deep at all among other things but you know that's, actually that's... my biggest thing with call of duty is the people the community ruined it for me well yeah that's true but anyway but but okay here here, here. and continue this this line of thought all right we went through the 50s oh, we didn't obviously <laughs> the Speak country for yourself went... <laughs> i'm six thousand years old the country went to the 50s and playboy right yeah. And in and, and the hustler thing and all that. And I think it was, I think both of them, actually, Larry Flint and Hugh Hefner, both. Yeah. Hey, if my magazine isn't your bag, don't fucking read it. Deal with it. Not even, don't, they, they <laughs> flat out said publicly, don't read it. Yeah. It's not for you. We get it. It's not for everyone. So don't read it. It it makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's I mean. People, it's these, it's just, I don't know. It, and it's not even political. It's just like human nature that you're right. Because I have my views I'm, you know, what I'm I think I think I think a large part of it, believe it or not, might also be like an American point of view because yeah, the Western uh, point of view is a fucking joke. I I can't <laughs> I, I obviously can't speak because I've lived here my entire life and I've never ventured outside of the country and I only State. know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I only know a handful of people that have been outside of the country, um, but I mean, from what I see on the internet, you know, the people that are from like. Clearly, the people from Japan are complaining because they're into this kind of thing. Uh, that's not a racist joke. Not even that. That's just this is wild. <laughs> I was going to say this, this is, is prime time television. This is America's Got Talent for them. Um, um, but even then, like in the BBC and stuff like that, they just. I think it's. I think it's honestly the Western civil Western civilization, <laughs> Western culture. Wow, wow, we're doing great today. Western culture that has got this like. The religious undertones and all that—that that, like this is bad. We need to make this bad, and 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 everybody else doesn't care. It's like the witch trials all over again. Yeah. just like you um, know, America has to be pissed about something, and, and and instead, Western. I think you're right. The Western culture of my my view is right because it's mine, and yeah. and it's some drunken delusional society we've built here to where like yeah, even like the Westboro. Chapter or ch- church people, <laughs> the Westboro Baptist Church. Those guys, WBC. <laughs> that's it. Those guys, they wouldn't do any. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have the publicity. They wouldn't have anything like that. 
anywhere else because right. nobody gives a shit. Okay, you're a bunch of whack jobs who thinks being gay is stupid. Yeah, and if, they, hates if, they, if they tried doing that in like the UK, yeah, everyone would just be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. You know, that's it. And yeah. then it'd be over. You know, they wouldn't get any attention yeah. whatsoever. But the Americans are like, oh my God, they don't, you know, that's not right. Yeah. And we have to fight about it. It's like, why don't we just calm the fuck down? Like, I don't know. The Western culture is constantly in conflict, which is yeah. why we find ourselves in wars we don't need yes. to be in, you know, protecting countries that we have absolutely no interest the in. War on drugs. <laughs> it's even a real war. <laughs> We're making up wars now. I'm, I'm going to find all of the cocaine and shoot it in the face. Yes. <laughs> Into my face. And then go, I am really awake. <laughs> Um, but I agree with you on the, and I think it's, it's, this it's just kind here. of, it's really just it's this here. kind of thing of always being offended and stuff like that. And what's, what's kind of odd to me too, is that another part of Western culture is that we've, we, we censor things almost more than anyone else in the world. Cause like, if you ever watch, you know, the BBC oh. or something like that, watch they don't us. even censor swear words. Not even that. Watch a soap opera on the BBC. It's like on at like two in the afternoon. Yeah. Whew. HBO ain't got nothing on that. And that's on, like, Channel 4. Really? Yeah. B- BBC, huh? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to write that down here. Judge Judy's <laughs> off the viewing schedule. <laughs> well, you know, Judge Judy and these soap operas you're talking about, those wouldn't work out in... Uh, what if she does a guest appearance? Times. I'm going back to the normal shows. Um, yeah, that's the weird thing, though. Is like, and I think it's that, that twisted logic of Western culture that's fucking this up. Is because like we're the land of the free, yet we have the least least amount of freedoms culturally. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just a weird, fucked up mess. It's just here. I can guarantee it's just here. Nobody oh, else cares. I, I, I know it's just here because you know you, every so often you'll find people like you or me, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't care what the fuck you do as long as you don't drag me into it. Yeah, and then you find all these sorts of people. You know, I I'm gonna I'm gonna quick story here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys obviously all know my stage name. You know why I have the stage name. Because I, I look like, you know, a person who would rape and pillage things in Norway. And I also look like some kind of biblical figure that was once nailed to a giant hunk of wood. Not at the same time. Not at the same time. Which, I, don't think the, I, don't the, I don't think the storylines match up. I don't think they do, no. <laughs> um, That's a sci-fi so, show in the making right there. How Viking Jesus came to be. <laughs> It, it'll be in, like, ten years when I'm, like, touring the world and shit like that. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm I'm standing up at my perch at Best Buy. You know, I'm, I'm a security guy there now. So I, I, all I do is stand up front and make sure everyone plays nice and, and no one steals yellow. shit. And, and past, thank you, <laughs> Goat, for uh, reminding me that I hate the shirt that's part of my uniform now. You should put stripes on it. You just walk up to people and be like, they my 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 new nickname when I'm at work is Viking Bumblebee, ladies and gentlemen. The VBBs in the house. <laughs> anyway, so so I look like I do. You know, I have my hair down. I'm I'm full, you know, full on Viking Jesus yeah. mode that day. And guy guy walks in, you know, does some shopping. And when he's walking out, you know, I always say, "Take care, have a nice day," or yeah. something like that, like I'm supposed to. And then and then this guy who's who's clearly a priest, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's dressed nice. He's got like a massive fucking cross. And I, and then I thought, oh, maybe he's a rapper. And then I saw the collar and I realized he probably isn't. Um, and yes, so, yes. White rapper. And so he, he, he made this whole big deal. He, he called me out saying, just like, you can't look like, you know, our Lord and savior and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, even if I like just had, even if I had no knowledge of religion whatsoever, which yeah. wouldn't happen because, you know. It's religion. And we're in Western civilization. Yeah. You're the one who called it out to me. Yeah. Which means you're looking for a reason to argue with 
me. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I'm not a religious person whatsoever, but I, I'm like I said earlier. I don't care what you what your faith is in. I don't care what you celebrate as long as you don't try to force me into it. Yeah. So the fact that this person is is starting is like an artificial argument with me, unprovoked, and yeah. just that's, puts an exclamation point. On that's the America whole thing. at its core. <sighs> it, it it should be noted. Like I said it, it comes down to the you don't agree with me, you're wrong. No, no, you don't agree with me. So you're wrong, and then we start fighting. Yeah, like I've I've been standing, minding my business in public, and I've had people come up to me and be like, you know, pretty much like, just because of the, I don't like your shirt. Not even that. I'm like <laughs> I'm wearing jeans, fitted jeans, and a hoodie, and I'm in like Target, <laughs> minding my business, shopping, and I've had people like women and old ladies and shit like the really young people come up and they're just like, I don't like you. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Thanks, asshole. Yeah, and they're just like, have you, have you, I, I wish this would happen to me, but I don't because I don't have tattoos. Have you ever had someone walk up to you and say they don't like your tattoos? Yes. Doesn't that just, it's just like, cool, they're not on you. Yeah. I've, I've had that Oh, I've with, had people, like, I, well, I have, I mean, I have satanic tattoos and stuff like that, which are my own choice and I really don't care. But, right. And they're in view because I, again, don't care. But I've had people <laughs> come up to me and they're like, that's satanic. And I'm like, I know. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> I'm like, I paid for it, you moron. <laughs> And they're like, you're, you're going to hell. I'm like, sure. Why are we talking? I, I think, <laughs> you know, the the one thing that I wish everyone on earth, not even just in our culture, would know is that each person in the world is capable of their own thoughts and beliefs and being. Yeah. But they don't. Just, <laughs> just here. <laughs> this is this is something that'll never come to be, and I've accepted it, and that's yeah. why I'm generally an antisocial person. Yeah, which is why you're also generally an antisocial yeah. person, and, and you know, occasionally, you know, a goat and I will find people like each other and just be like, "Hey, you're not an asshole. Yeah. I like you." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, so that's how it is. So, going back to what started this whole argument, wow, we did get discussion. Off. But we got on a good off track there. We we did, you know. The the point here is that, you know, stuff like, you know, sexism in games, you know, violence in games, all of it is just because people need something to complain about. It's not really nearly as big a deal as everyone's making no. it out to be. No one's dying because no. of it. It's just it's just the latest fad to yell about. We've gone through music with the parental advisory. We've gone through art with certain paintings and stuff like that. It's just it's the next thing that the I guess for lack of a better term, perfect people <laughs> want to attack. Yeah, want to attack for the eccentric people, honestly. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can't do that, so it's stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, what, uh, I, what, you don't, uh, whatever. And that's all it is. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it, by mm -hmm. the way, in 20 years, mm -hmm. people, 20, maybe more than that, depending on when holograms start to exist. Whenever holograms start existing, yeah. approximately... Ten years after that, people will start complaining about holograms. And how they're too realistic. And how they're too realistic, mm -hmm. or how they allow you to, you know, to to see someone as they're not supposed to be yeah. seen, or whatever. Oh, so yeah. It, well, it, I mean, they're already, they're already yelling about Google Glasses. People are talking about cheating and all this crap, and having Some too much of that I can understand, though. Like, in the, I whole, get it. the whole banning it in casinos, I can understand that I part, get that. But... but then again, we shouldn't have that situation to where you, you know, it's common sense. Yeah. Like I, it, it, this this argument and like millions before and after it is going to stem from ignorance, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But you know what they say: ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Oh well. I don't know. I kind of like my giant fake 
boobies shaking in my face every <laughs> once in a while, honey. You know. uh, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll leave you to that. That was a really good discussion. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, wow. Well, well, that was very Mr. Rogers of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to put a... Oh, oh, he's putting on a cardigan sweater right now. Put, I, I don't know where the sweater came from. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'll, I'm, but you know what? I'll keep it on. Next thing you know, I'm going to be talking to trains. And puppets. And puppets. Well-endowed puppets. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, uh, let's see what you guys had to say. Our mailbag is up next. <laughs> So, uh, so Goat fielded the hey, mailbag question listen. again this week. That's why it was awesome. Return to the... Huh? Fielded the... Ah! Goat <laughs> field... Yeah, I'm, I'm good with things like this. Um, uh, Goat's mailbag question was, what is you your... You didn't... You, anyway. What is your all-time... All right, my typing <laughs> skills are awesome, all right? What is your all-time favorite gaming system? This includes anything that games can be played on, i.e. PC, arcade, cabinet, mobile, etc. And why? Bonus question. What is your favorite game for said system? Uh, John Paul said mobile. Why? Because I can play NES, SNES, Sega, PSX games, and more. Plus, I can hook up my PS3 controller to it. Not to mention, I can turbo speed through some of the slower games. I'm looking at you, Dragon Warrior. I, I don't like that answer. I understand an answer. I understand it, but I don't. I don't. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that, demini- te- that diminishes the point of technology. I, I, I'm letting it. I'm letting it go for the sheer fact of technology has let us do this now. Technically, he's still playing his old school systems. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. just got them going. Well, yeah, but that's, that, that's but, but cheating, my, though. But see, I'm technically cheating too because I have my retro, my retro duo. It's a. It's an. That's not a console. It's a. That's a. That's a. Same idea though. It plays my NES and my Super NES together. It's, eh, you kids. It's I don't know. It's a product of technology. Eh, anyway, <laughs> our buddy Calvin says the arcade cabinet. Nothing beats the old school style of playing games with an actual crowd of people gathering around, getting pumped to take on whoever was leading in a game of Street Fighter. It brought people together. It helped make friends, and it was what got pe- people like us here. As for my favorite game on it, it was a top-down plane shooter, Raiden Two. Man, he knows how to uh, he knows how to sell an experience. That's for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't know where he was at. I never had a crowd of people when I was in the arcades. There's some awesome uh, arcades in Malaysia and stuff like that. Um, There's also some arcades here too. We just had to get to them. Well, they're not as they're they're not as common around here. Yeah. But but did you ever see the pictures when VGL went to uh, when VGL went to Malaysia? How they went to like a couple of local arcades and stuff like that. They were awesome. They were, they're still they're, prevalent over there. Oh well, yeah, they need to be here. It's it's retro now here, it's yeah. more of a nostalgia thing. Which means I can't walk into an arcade. Um, <laughs> Brian says this is a tough one, especially when I could simply answer with PC since it offers so much, whether it be PC games or emulators. However, my fav- my vote would have to go for the Game Boy Advance because of the quality library of games, and it could play my Game Boy Color games. Uh, to answer the bonus question. Favorite game for the Game Boy Advance was Golden Sun, The Lost Age. Turn-based RPGs that didn't have Final Fantasy in their name were uh, my favorite games when I was younger. Which explains why you two get along. I, I, I enjoyed that answer. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a really bold answer. When he was at Game Boy Advance, I'm like, wow. And I like the fact that he picked it based on the lushness of library. Yeah. No, it's... it's uh, the, let's be honest. A library or a catalog, or you want to use there. Yeah. It helps the system. I mean, if the, it makes the PSP. It it. The PSP kind of bites because the catalog kind of bites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cameron says, probably the N64. Having previously owned the SNES and Sega Genesis, the N64 for me was a transition from side-scrollers and transitioning into games that allowed you to explore. 
whether it was the castle or the other levels of Super Mario 64, levels of GoldenEye 007, Shadows of the Empire, even Mario Kart with going off the road to the Mushroom Kingdom level to visit the castle. Uh, favorite I game. I totally remember doing that. As soon as, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, yeah. It's like a moment. Favorite game, GoldenEye 007. This was mandatory that every social gathering in 1997 and afterwards needed to have the game. The level did not feel like a linear path. Instead, felt like a big open level to explore. Plus, before GTA, it gave you that mischievous impulse to murder everyone in sight, including the civilians. Yep. Plus, shooting guards in the balls or butt and seeing them grab those areas. Plus, stacking mines in the toilets brought tears of laughter. Yep. Honorable mention, the Xbox playing countless hours all night playing Mercs vs. Spies on the Splinter Cell games, Rainbow Six 3, and Halo 2 on Xbox Live. Wow. He certainly knows how to write them. And then uh, to, Those are amazing. To, to, uh, to come after that is Tommy simply with GameCube Resident Evil 4. Um, yeah. I, I actually I had, I had to think long and hard about this one because I, I was... That's because I make the questions that make the whole world think. <laughs> See, you, you, make the, you make the simple questions that people start with an answer and then gush. go off with an answer. <laughs> yeah, and then gush about it. I have the thought-provoking questions that's a little bit deeper to find the answer, but the answer is shorter. So It's because they took three days to come up with that short answer. Like, fine, it's answered. Moving on. Good God. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> now so, that I know my genealogy based on the question that VJ asked this week. <laughs> so I, I had to really think about this question. I, originally, I was going to go with the PC because it is the most versatile, um, and a majority of my... Uh, favorite games around it or games that are have historical value to me or whatever. Stand the test of uh, time and all that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just popped in Dark Forces again today, which is a DOS game from, like, 1993. Don't say I hate retro games because that game's almost as old as I am. Um, no, you're just really selective with... I'm incredibly selective. <laughs> um, but I think, I think I'm going to go with the PlayStation 1. Really, the old PS One? Huh? Because because the more I look at it, I mean the the PS One, like the bricky one, like the 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 first one. Yes, not the weird like cream white. Okay, just making one. sure we're talking about the good old gray paper um, beater. <laughs> but the PS One, because it had, to me, it had the most diverse amount of games. Yeah, and I mean. When I when I look at a lot of the franchises I enjoy most today, a lot of them actually stemmed from the PlayStation One. You know, you've got your Metal Gear, you've got your, uh, of course, Final Fantasy didn't stem from the PS One, but arguably the best ones were on yeah. PS One, um, and a lot of the you know mechanics and stuff like that. But but the more I look at you know, like you said, the catalog or library of. Yeah of a console really kind of makes or breaks it. And I and I actually looked at libraries for, you know, like the PS1, the N64, the PS2, the PC, uh, which, you know, obviously you can't really look at a game catalog for the PC. I'm unless pretty you sure just it, kinda... it just lists everything <laughs> and two more things. <laughs> um, you know, and, and the PS1 had the most games that, was, uh, that I could bring the best memories from. Um, oh, so... the, the most of, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if I had to come up with a favorite game for it, I'd still probably say Final Fantasy IX. Not seven, especially not eight. That's cool. But, I thought but, that I was the only weird one who liked nine the best. No, I loved nine. It, it was it was that that night. I can't remember his name off the top of my head because I haven't renamed him. But uh, Steiner. Yeah, he was. I I loved his little like his little temper tantrums. 
Oh yeah, he was he was awesome. Funny fun uh, fun fact for you today: uh, the score to Final Fantasy IX is actually Nobuo Uematsu's favorite out of all of them he's done. It was probably the best one, anyways. I liked it. It was more upbeat. It was more. It was more. It fit the whole more. the whole game was a lot more like uplifting rather than like the yeah, the dark, darkness yeah. that you know pretty much everyone before well, the, it had. And it was one of the first Final Fantasies where everything made sense. Like 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 the actual like the the story to the characters the way the characters are written to the actual story right. and the music actually added to it. Like it was an actual like full full game, if yeah. that makes sense to me. Because you know? yeah. 7 was cool, it was great, but it was like the music never really matched the game at points and there was some weirdness. I think, I, I think, some, of the, I think some of the music for 7 was iconic you know obviously you got like your one winged angel and yeah you know the, from, oh it was great music you know, but it just it didn't fit the, the right scene it, did, it, was it didn't fit you know it was fantastic music but it yeah it felt like it was made without the games i probably was too well you never know so uh so what about you what's Me? your favorite console my favorite console hmm, would probably have to be the good old super nintendo I actually had a feeling you were going to say that because just I, I don't know. Like again, and going through the catalogs and stuff like that, that there's so many games that, that get the old man out of me. You know, like like Super Metroid, Super Mario World. I I finished. Like I'm one of the few people I know who hundred percented on Super Mario World. Yeah, I finished <laughs> it. I don't have the patience to hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, Pilot Wings, Populous. You know, uh, uh, I mean, there's just so many games that pop up like uh, Dakar. Yes, I was one of the weird people who played that game. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and it was just you know like everything everything I bought or played for my Super Nintendo mm-hmm. seemed to to gra- grasp me enough, you know, grip me enough to where I remember it. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously there's a bunch in there. Like Uniracers was fun, even you know, mm, or Glover, where you're the little glove guy and you're pushing stuff around. Is that on Super Nintendo? Oh no, Glover's on sixty four. You're right. I was gonna say. I, re- I remember that was oddly yeah. enough the game that made yeah. me want it in sixty four. So you're right. Sorry, I'm getting mixed there. But uh, God damn it, goat. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say Super Nintendo was probably the the place for me because well, I still play a lot of those games. Well, there you go. Oh yeah, of course. You're uh, you're the retro nut, and I'm the anti retro nut. Uh, well, technically, <laughs> it's not retro for me. I was there. You weren't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, how much time do we have left here? Six hours. Uh, oh, we got plenty of time. Especially because our only email this week is from Songbird. Um, apparently, Taylor's on a hiatus. Yeah, he's, he's Taylor yeah, stuff. I, yeah. He sent us an email that says, I can't answer any questions. Don't ask any questions. Therefore, bye. <laughs> and we're like, okay. <laughs> so, Songbird writes in and says, Dear Viking Jesus and Goat, I really don't like to pick favorites, but for the sake of having an answer, I'll say the GameCube because it was a system which I've played the most with others, which leads me to my favorite game for said system Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Excellent choice. Uh, I know it gets flagged from being a non-Sonic game, which is bullshit. It's totally a Sonic game. Sonic um, title. I never got that. Well, it's not, it's not, know, not, not your traditional side-scrolling Sonic game, whatever. Sonic. It, it, so, R- remember, I, these are these are Sonic fans we're talking about. I know, about. but I don't understand how like Mario fans can be all, oh, yeah, he's in 3D now, it's cool, we can do tennis, we can do volleyball, we can do curling, whatever like that. And then, like... They're like, well, we can do the same thing with Sonic, and Sonic people are like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why the fuck not? <laughs> I, I know. I, I didn't say it made sense. I just right. said these are Sonic fans. Um, I thought it was something I... Uh, uh, no, it gets flagged from being a non-Sonic game, but I thought it was something when I could play the evil side of the story for the first time. Uh, not the first time you could play the evil side of the story in a Sonic game, by the way. Um, I don't know Sonic if you... Knuckles? 
Huh? Isn't that Sonic and Knuckles? Yeah. Yeah. And even Sonic Adventure before it, you could play as um, that robot and uh, Dr. Eggman. Even mm. though I really wanted to say Robotnik just now, I mm. still called him Eggman. Um Songbird continues, what really got me, other than the awesome music, yes, it was awesome music, was versus mode. I'm pretty sure I played over a thousand matches in that game. Then there's also the Chow Garden and the next Sonic game better have that in there. I agree. I was actually hoping that Sonic Generations would actually have some kind of Chow Garden, but it didn't, so I was disappointed. Did you ever play Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? No. It was awesome. You should you should download the, uh, there's an HD remake on uh, Xbox Live. I, I don't know, I was Nintendo so like I never actually just, just, just try the demo like I have my Sega now yeah. but I never had one as a kid yeah I had friends who had Sega so I go over there and play Sega they come over and play Nintendo yeah. so I would I've played like every Mario game to, to date but yeah, yeah Sonic's hit and miss with me yeah. and the last one I played was with Tails so yeah. two uh Tails was in two also three. in three might have played Sonic pretty much everyone after the first one Maybe had Tails in it. Sonic and Knuckles was the one where you could put the one game on top of the game and the game and the game and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last one I played. Okay. Um, you, 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 Sonic Adventure 2 uh, Battle, Sonic Adventure 2, whatever the heck mm-hmm. you want to call it, is actually my favorite Sonic game and, and my top ten games of all time. You, you should try the demo out. I'm not saying to buy it. No, no, no. Because, where, where, because where clearly that doesn't... Demo? Huh? Where can I find this demo? Uh, it's an Xbox Live Arcade game. Okay. So just... just I will do that. Yeah, I will demo it. I will probably... If only... It. If only so that the city escape theme will get stuck in your head and randomly you'll be like, you know, at work or something and you'll be like, rolling around at the speed of sound. And then you'll start singing around, singing it to yourself and then you'll be all, God damn it. <laughs> all right, I'm in. Um, Songbird says, in response to the picture of Girl Logic, hell to the fucking no. Which is how she wrote it. She changed the font to, like, blood red and underlined bold and, and underlined, and there's five exclamation points. For, for those of you who didn't pay attention, I posted a picture on the Facebook page earlier this week um, that said girl logic, and, and the, the, the whole thing was that um, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it, was, it was a girl saying, $60 for a game? Waste! Buys shoes for $300. Yes. Um, which I had happened to me personally. Uh, Songbird says, oh, this was the, she mentioned the sexist and gaming issue, which we obviously just talked about for like 20 minutes. Um, thank you for that. Thank you, Songbird, for giving us the idea. Between her and, uh, that, the Dragon's Chronicle game. It yeah. It out really well. <laughs> Crown. Crown, Chronicle, whatever. Uh, it's role-playing time. Whenever I listen to the thrill of thievery, I can't help but think of you two. Well, thank you, Songbird. That's the, that's the Monaco song. Yeah, I know what it's called. I was there. <laughs> uh, I'm glad she said you too. <laughs> well, well, you're on it too. Just I know. Not as... Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> however, I'm unsure of how exactly it would fo- flow. What would you be stealing? Why? How would you do it? And what's the end result? I don't think Goat and I would ever be capable of stealing anything because both of us are either clumsy or not capable of thinking things ahead. No, I used to steal stuff when I was a kid, but now I got that whole like moral thing where I'm like, <laughs> you get arrested for that. <laughs> Here's ten bucks. That's way easier. <laughs> I've got a job. I'd rather just yeah pay you for things yeah. rather than you know. I I, I I don't know. Honestly, like in, in my older years, like if you would ask me this when I was sixteen, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll steal anything because you're sixteen, stupid and invincible. Of course. Fifteen letters, years later, I'm like. The guy who's like, lock your car because somebody's going to steal something from you. (laughs) 
which is always funny coming from people like me and Goat, who look like the last kind of people you want to mess with. Yeah. And then it's just like, fuck it, close your windows, lock your doors, we're in a bad neighborhood, you know, stuff oh, like that. Oh, I don't that. do that, but it's more like, like, like in my parking lot for my, my home. Yeah. You know, I'm like, take the faceplate off my head unit, because if they don't see it, they don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's hope none of your neighbors listen to the podcast. Whatever, they can good. take my $70 head unit, I don't care. <laughs> it's insured. Um, <laughs> I think the faceplate's still on it. <laughs> Lastly, what on earth is Capcom thinking? Um, <laughs> That's a damn fine question. <laughs> uh, Songbird linked us to... Before or after the lobotomy they just had. <laughs> Songbird linked us to an article, which we actually read right before we started recording this segment, um, where Capcom UK is putting on some kind of Resident Evil event where they're filling a swimming pool with blood and uh, fake organs, and there's going to be a zombie lifeguard and shit like that. Um, human corpse diving board. Don't forget that. Oh, human corpse zombie board. Yeah, they made they made that a huge deal. Um, and I think we came up to the conclusion of yuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting is that a lot of these PR snafus happen in the UK because there was this. There was uh, a couple God of War things, mm-hmm. like one of the one God of War event for like God of War two or something had um, freak out piece. No, no. Well, there might have been. I don't know. That wasn't the big deal here. There was a severed goat, like an actual severed goat. I'm already no, not no, like no, this. No offense. Um, that you would actually like reach in, and there was like cooked steak in it, and you would eat the steak and stuff like that. That would be so fucked up for me personally. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. <laughs> be I like, don't know what I'm doing. Be like, I taste like steak. I had no idea. Even that, just gonna like. I I I don't know, man. It just that's a lot of like personal conflict in a small space. So I I don't I don't I don't get it. That ties into our feature that shits shits different in different cultures. Yeah, so people don't people don't know how to do over there, huh? That's like normal over there. Like, ah, this is funny. They're busy. It's pretty funny over here. We're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You could be right. I don't know. Um, and then, of course, uh, Songbird actually sent us a follow-up email um, saying to replace our sexist question with these questions. Um, but we already uh, tackled the sexist thing, and we're going to read this mailbag anyway. This mail, the mail. There we go. Uh, since today, wow. now yesterday, if you're listening to this when we actually post it, is slash was Mother's Day, which video game character's mom would you want to meet and why? This also includes moms who we've never seen and most likely never will. So anybody, any character's mom, any any character's mom, even if, even if she doesn't exist in the game, yeah, any any character. Theoretically, since they've been, they exist. They've been birthed by a mother, uh, unless their origin story says otherwise. Okay, where they, like they've specifically or been cloned or, or they're a robot <laughs> or something okay. like that. Hmm, that that's a hell of a question right there. I'd want to meet the uh, mother of whatever Pokemon trainer you're playing as in each subsequent Pokemon game because they seem like the nicest, oddly easiest going people in the on the planet if they're letting their ten year old just wander the world with strange animals and helping them and helping them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that networking and stuff like that. Yeah, especially especially in like Gold and Silver when they're like, "Yeah, I'll save your money." Yeah. Yeah. Why are you saving my money? What are we? What are we doing with this? Well, like money? In, in black and white, the, 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 you're going along, and like halfway through, she's like, "Oh, I already talked to so and so, the the doctor." Yeah. And she said this and this and this, and here you go. And I'm like, 
Thanks. What the fuck are you doing out of the house? <laughs> How did you find me? I thought you didn't. I thought you didn't move from yeah. that one square in front of the sink. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I think honestly, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to meet the uh, the queen of Hyrule. Really? Mm-hmm. So Zelda's mom, as yes. it were. Mm-hmm. Why? Just just like celebrity status? No, not just, even just, that. Just be all hi. You exist. No, I just wanted like. I don't know. Just to, just to see, like, if she's like, you know, I, I, I guess it'd be like her the, name is also Zelda. No, no. she's from no, an earlier actually, game. It'd honestly, be like the morbid curiosity of like, is her daughter nice and and all that stuff because she's a complete bitch. Oh, so the old like, uh, so how the far old, does the apple fall? So the uh, the Cinderella syndrome, as it yeah, were, Disney syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a interesting way to go, but fair enough. <laughs> Um, Songbird says, we're out of milk. The mother has to go into town, so now you're stuck babysitting her kid. How does that play out? Uh, what? What, <laughs> what just happened there? Th- <laughs> well, apparently Songbird's out of milk, and we're watching, now we're watching after a kid while the mom goes get goes and gets milk. For Songbird? I, I don't know. It, just, it says, we're out of milk. Okay, here, here's here's my first question. Why the hell can't the mom bring the kid with? Here's my yeah, first okay. question. Shouldn't the mom be full of milk? <laughs> what if, if the kid's like seven or something, obviously you shouldn't be, you know. Point taken. <laughs> Bottle that shit up a year before. <laughs> In case this happens. I think it expires. Uh, it I can't does. speak for that, <laughs> but I would imagine that it expires just like cow milk. So we're out of milk. And so the so the bottom line question some is some mother dropped a kid on us. No, no, no. So the bottom line, the question is: if we were babysitting a kid, uh, how would that go? Okay. With you, I would imagine question it wouldn't go one, very who well. Who the fuck is going to give us a kid? <laughs> I, 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 I'm okay. Oh. Based based way purely this, on appearances, yeah, it's a foolish idea. The way this question the way this question plays out is they have no idea who the hell they are, and they're just like, "Hey, you're here. Watch my kid. I'm going to get milk." <laughs> No fucking way. Not on any fucking planet. Like, not even in Hyrule. And those people are, like, just easy going. Yeah, you can break all their pots and they still won't yeah. come after you. Yeah, they'll actually give you work. Uh, <laughs> you took all my money that I put in those copper yeah. pots. I'm going to give you a job. Here. Yeah. And if you do well at this job, you can carry more arrows. Yes. Here, watch my ranch. I don't even know you. Yeah, but you look like a, a, a good kid. Here's a free pony. <laughs> All right, free pony, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm to actually answer the question. I'm actually great with kids, believe it or not. Um, I am not. <laughs> Goat's not. He's he's more comfortable with reptiles. Um, but you know, but different people, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Adults, but, and even then, that's kind of shaky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, Songbird, for the questions. <laughs> um, of course, if you like what you hear. On the Gamerhead Podcast, you could like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gamerhead Podcast. Uh, follow us on Tell a friend. Uh, <laughs> we we, we, did, we got went up like one like after the last campaign thing, which which is awesome for that one person. But, you know, come on, guys. Come, yeah. We, we want to, you know, we want to keep doing this. We're nine away from 100. Let's, let's, let's get to 100. And we'll, 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 we'll skip a week of plugs for liking us. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we're pretty much out of relevant plugs anyway i mean we sure we could plug yeah. the respective albums and stuff like that. oh yeah we're, we're, we're gonna be plug free for a little while um yeah. we're well i think everybody's either on 
promo hiatus or uh, studio work or studio work or whatever. I, th- I think yeah. that's where we're at with all the projects. Yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at GamerHeadCast. Send us any email for any reason whatsoever uh, at GamerHeadPodcast at gmail.com. Actually, the, the wilder, the better. Let's see what you guys can come up with. Yeah, seriously. I, I don't care what I'm, it is. I'm waiting for the day. I mean, like Songbird's question where she's randomly asking us how would we deal with babysitting is an interesting question. But I want to I push the envelope here, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything. Anything, anything. All. I, I'm, I'm waiting for that question that, you know, a couple of questions, you know, Goat has been like, what the fuck are they trying to ask us? But uh, this That's is, usually just wording, and I'm, I'm just not I'm waiting. Good. I'm waiting for an email that just kind of blows both of us away. Yeah. Not literally. Um, <laughs> maybe, literally, maybe literally. I don't know. <laughs> that would be amazing to hear on semi-live audio. And our next email is from <laughs> Boom! Thud, thud. Dead air. <laughs> uh, I... No. And then you hear screaming, and then somebody gets on the mic and goes, "The Gamer Ed Podcast ends now." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how we have to end it one day. Yeah, I mean, unless we unless we're doing this until the day we die, which would be really weird, simultaneously and awesome. awesome. But whenever we decide to end it, we need to have it. Like, except we can't tell them because then anyway, <laughs> that um, seems like off air banter. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a fake sponsor for this episode, so I'm just going to say thank you for listening. Wait, I've I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. This episode is brought to you by the United Aerospace Corporation. We swear we're not sending you to Mars to send you to hell. We swear. Please believe us. This has been the Gamerhead Podcast. (laughs) 